fresh, deep, and incisive. Veteran journalist Godwin Etakibwebo serves it like never before all the news this week. Today we'll always ask of yesterday because those who fail to learn from history are doomed to make the same mistakes. So, join NewsGuru.com's editor-at-large, Godwin Etakibwebo, as he dissects all the major trending stories. Tune in every Monday at 9.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. and join in the conversation right here on Lagos Talks 91.3. Good morning. Welcome to Adu and the Guru, another edition of the show. It's another Monday. Time for us to talk about the top stories making the rounds in the papers, give you an analytic perspective to it, and help you to make sense of it all. Well, that's all we do here on Adu and the Guru. Another Monday, the 24th of October, and you are welcome. Well, without further ado, let's get on with it. Big thank you to Zylus for Zilus for that. Uh, insertion there anyway let me introduce to some and present to others uh, veteran journalist and editor at uh, newsguru dot uh, dot com and also uh, one who is a man with a vast array of strong historical perspectives uh, he's been doing this for well over 40 years and he's a veteran journalist and he has Many contributions, articles, publications, interviews, analysis, etc., etc., on different, different uh, platforms across the world. He's also the convener of Godwin the Guru, the website, and of course the YouTube channel that brings you uh, on, shall I say, fettered facts about different things happening in the world around you. So, without further ado, let me present to some and introduce to others the man we call the chair guru guru of journalism and broadcasting, Mr. Godin Etakibwebu, also known as The Guru. Good morning, good morning, good morning, sir. Good morning, Adu. And how are you? I'm very fine, thank you, sir. Tell me a little, not more than two seconds about your weekend. Oh, my weekend was uh, great. What did you do with yourself? True confession. Sure. <laughs> I wasn't by myself. That's the true confession. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Oh, by whom? I was by <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, this last weekend, Adu was more in the other room. And that's it's good to hear that. <laughs> when our president remember the potentiality and the efficacy of the other room. Absolutely. Uh-huh. He, he made the true confession before the Chancellor of uh, Germany, the Odadi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're welcome, Adu and the Guru. You are welcome to today's uh, segment. Today is, mm, I must call it, but I hate calling it. Today's 24th day of the month of October. It reminds me that in a few minutes more, the year 2022 will be off. Mm. I will be jumping into the year 2023. What does that tell us? It tells us that the number of our years we are spending here would have been minus one. At the time that we are saying Happy New Year for 2023, it means we will be moving the year nearer to the grave. Uh, it means we will be reminded of many things we should have done, but we did not do because we, we became victim of okay tomorrow, which is procrastination, which is always we stand as not a decor to the royalty of a king. Mm-hmm. So maybe what we should do therefore is that because the days are moving fast. And yesterday we never come back here again, and tomorrow, today is almost gone. Now. 
we should concentrate knowing how fully to use our time uh, well. Yes, so sir. I do you are welcome. All right. If you are listening to us, first of all, today we don't have any menu, so there are no items. But we have more than menu to talk about. And today I have my guest, as I said earlier, including my last night broadcast, I have my guest in the studio with me, which is a, uh, which is a great thing. Uh, okay, I will announce his name and announce everything about him as we progress to his time. Because the Bible says for everything there is an appointed time. His time shall come, I will, I will announce it. But he's already seated in the studio. And please permit me to announce equally that he came here about three minutes to nine, which tells you the promptness, which is a, a, a cherished value of any public officer. He arrived here. By the time, I will repeat this, by the time uh, I'll be talking about him and introducing him. What do we have today? We have a lot of things to talk about. Mm, we have a lot of things to talk about. Even as I open the papers, we are not in paper review. Part of what I prepare to talk about, one of them from the Punch newspaper is telling me directly here. Please listen to this, listener. Federal government subsidy spending to hit 11 trillion in 2023. That as they will speak, it's a part of the country, which is my my other part of the country. They really want to kill Nigerians. Three bullet points are here. I'm not reviewing paper. But this has to do with what I tell them speaking about because mm -hmm. I tell them speaking about three issues. One is the manifesto of the political party. Uh, APC presented his own. Uh, Atiku presented his own. Uh, Labour Party. Which is the other... <laughs> we'll be saying that it's going to be a three-horse race. In 2023 general elections, but now it's manifested to become it's reducing itself to three horse race because the NMPP, Rabbi Konkwasu, His Excellency Senator Rabbi Konkwasu, former governor of Kano State, uh, is not being as aggressive as it's supposed to be. So, meaning, let's take consider, but they've all given their manifesto. So, what is new for Nigerians? I tended talking about that, I tended talking about. I had a highly placed in Nigeria on television this just last week talking about the pipe that has a capacity of pumping 250,000 barrels per day. Mm -hmm. Meaning, if that was the pipe used for that vessel that was arrested in Kuturia, Guinea, meaning it took 12 days to fill the vessel with. Three million barrels of crude oil. The guy was talking about, and this is a man that's big enough in this country. When he speaks, every per, every person must listen. He was not using the language. Uh, see how the what they use is stealing our fuel. 
what that pap the purpose that pap is serving is it fair or crude like i keep saying they use this language anyhow believing they can emerge or uh, disfigurate or deregulate the minds of nigeria so that they will not be able to think as deeply with facts as they're supposed to be but here we are now told that federal government subsidies plenty to hit 11 trillion in 2023 i wouldn't know whether the 2023 being talk about here will be on the 29th of may 2023 when this government will be handing over or shall be december 31st 2023 when the co- the um, uh, budget be drawn up now will be taking a turn to expiring 11 trillion where where where, where? Mm-hmm. out of this Thirty-eight million bar, I mean, liters of where is being shipped out by NNPC to smugglers to take outside Nigeria through the Nigeria Customs Services. NNPC ship every day thirty-eight million liters of where PMS to their. Collaborators, no partners, <laughs> partners, but the real name of these partners are smugglers to take it outside Nigeria. NNPC, and they use the instrumentality of the gatekeeper, the Nigeria Coastal Services. And we are now paying 11 trillion. No wonder if 11 trillion is taken away from the is it 90 trillion of the budget? Are we not done? I think this uh, 11 trillion is even just uh, is a cumulative because yeah. the 6 trillion this yes, year. Yes, they said before by next year now it mm. will hit, total will hit because it's supposed to be 6.3 or so trillion. Mm. The two bullet points is government has spent 6.88 trillion on payment subsidy so far. See, <laughs> so far 6.88 trillion naira <laughs> on the fair that the the Nigeria, the NNPC is giving now to smugglers. We are paying for this. Hey. And somebody <laughs> will tell me that this government had killed corruption. Because if the government did not, corruption would have killed Nigeria. Bullet point number two says regime to spend 1.3 trillion on rehabilitation maintenance of refineries. What is the meaning of rehabilitation? Is it turn? Is it time? Turn around maintenance or what? Just just towards the ending of last year, we were all here crying and shouting, don't take the money. It is takeawayism. It's property of takeawayism. Don't go to the dictionary to go and look for the meaning of takeawayism. It is my own... Uh, coinage. Uh, coinage. They took $1.5 billion dollars from somewhere Italy. And they told us that... There are, on Siva now told us later that everything will be running next year. And he did not put time. So after 29th of May, when they would have gone, then Nigeria will ask, uh, what are, how, can't we get our fuel from Portal Court or where? It was later, just about two months ago, that we now knew that apart from that $1.5 billion, a dollar, 
another one how many million dollar again have been taken from somewhere to turn around maintenance of others these, these people must take kill nigeria if they kill nigeria before they go those who will succeed them let let me assert that the, the pdp i mean the apc will succeed the pc let me assert that Alaji Ahmed Bolatinbo will succeed Buhari. If if this regime now killed Nigeria, so who will Bolatinbo rule over? Or which country will he rule over? Because what shall be passed to him will be carcass. Then he will say, ah, this is the country. There's somebody who told you that it was it was the country. Hmm. Huh? That's part of what I wanted to discuss, but I think I stopped it like that. And of course, I have decided to discuss other issues like how the Ministry of Agriculture used 18.9 billion to clear bush. <laughs> we are talking the present Ministry of Agriculture under this government to use 18.9 billion to clear bush. We want equally to talk that the federal government through the Ministry of Humanitarian Affairs, Disaster Management and Social Development under the Minister Sadia Umar Farouk. Maybe with time, some people will be referring to this ministry as Ministry of Disaster. Mm. Not uh, disaster management uh, not uh, uh, humanitarian affairs disaster management and social development no 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 I mean very soon some people will give it a, the what is looking like the appropriate name now uh, mini uh, ministry of uh, disaster how the ministry of this sorry ministry of uh, disaster is it disaster management I yes. cannot read anymore <laughs> read it for me ministry of what Humanitarian Affairs and Disaster Management. Oh, oh. Ah, okay. Spent 5.9 billion naira to train 177 Nigeria youth how to repair phone. Not how to manufacture home. For meaning, the ministry spent 33 million, 333,333 naira point to train each Nigeria of the 174 to repair phones, not to manufacture phones, to repair phones. <laughs> I thought I told you the other day, go and sign in for it. If you brought if you brought me 33,000 as your father, would I clap for you? Eh? You, are, you clap for me. <laughs> so what, what were you doing here? What is your business here now? Instead of you to tell me that uh, you've gone to Chigba, you've registered and they've given you 33,000, I mean 33 million to re, to teach you how to repair phone for two weeks repair phone we need also to talk about there are too many things let me stop it there because i want to give special attention to my guest today then the final one the supreme court had eventually decided the data state tussle of who will represent the pdp uh, last week, Friday, mm -hmm. the judgment came out. David, a uh, is gone. He's been thrown out. Uh, Sheriff, 
the EQBS speaker of the, the State House of uh, Assembly is now be, be, be fortified. He won the elections, the primaries. He won it. But David Dedewier, for the informations of those who are not from Delta State, David Dedewier was commissioner for finance under uh, 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 James Onalefi Boli. James Omovudu Onalefi Boli. The Diguribu of the universe. Of his zone. And the issue became not really the two contestants, not David Edivier or Sheriff Oboriwuri, but the two gladiators, I call them predators, behind them. Senator Fanyokowa, the governor of Delta State, is behind the speaker. He says the speaker must succeed him. Jason Alefe Ebori with his group is behind David Edivier because when Jason Alef Ibori left. He moved David Edewe from Asaba. He took him to the presidency mm. under the President Yaradua. Before President Yaradua, there would always be chief of staff. And after President Yaradua, there is chief of staff. Or they came to be chief of staff. But during the time of President Yaradua, the office of chief of staff to the president was abrogated. The last person that heard it before there was uh, the Major General Mohammed from Ilori or from Kwara. But it was on and left with Omovudu uh, Iburi, James, his excellency, that now created by his influence, the creation he made now this large chief of staff office, then brought principal secretary. To the president and he made sure he planted his tools that is david uh, david there even this omar gege who is contesting governorship of delta state under apc right now he took him also there and he planted him somewhere in the office hmm. but unfortunately so all the files that are met for approval leaves the office of principal secretary to the president straight away to the president like the chief of staff does now now these are the interests then Okowa the governor believes that unless a devia I mean uh, um, uh, what is his name uh, sheriff Buriwuri succeeds him this might not work too well because like the PDP political party they have an arrangement in their state. The first this if this tenor goes to the north central, I mean the central the uh, senatorial district, central senatorial district. Mm -hmm. The other one will go to the other one. Then the other one, the other one will go to the third one. This is how they be rotated. It's a very good arrangement within the PDP. So. And therefore, Okowa has no other choice but to pick somebody from the uh, central senatorial district. Mm -hmm. And the central senatorial district is the only district that made up of only one tribe, the Urubu. So, whichever way, either it's PDP that is winning or APC, is going to be an Urubu man for this tenure. But when it came to that mm -hmm. point, Okowa shows the... And people made allegations. Ah... 
It's because he uh, chose a non-Yoruba man. No, no. Oh, the sheriff Oboriori, the name sheriff, forget about his proper Robo picking. Okay. Now our son from Mukwe, <laughs> from, from Mukwe in Delta State. But they started shouting, "Oh, oh, he's choosing him! No wonder every money that uh, Okwa wants to borrow within a trick of an eye, the 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 speaker would have lobbied uh, his friends and uh, his colleagues, and they will sign it." You need to know the power that the governors of today have. I have visited the governor once. Listen to what I want to say now. Mm-hmm. In the north, the speaker of that state house of assembly was waiting for the governor when I came in. And I walked past him after greeting him and I went in and I so when I sat with my friend, the governor, the first thing I reminded is, ah, your speaker is there with you. No, he just told me, forget about it. If you like, let him sleep there. And we were not talking, talking. It was becoming 2 a.m. <laughs> we had very access with the talk. Others join us anyway, but not the speaker. So I now reminded him, what about the speaker? He said, ah, God, how many times will I tell you? If he's tired of waiting, let it go. But I can show you, he will not go. He will be waiting there. This is how the governors, all the governors in Nigeria, they are speakers. They purchase them well enough, 30 of them for one kobo, and put them in their pocket. So not only Oborewori, that Okowa is with that. Go around. Some of them, the chief judge of the state, the governors are the real organization of black not black axle but black demons i don't know any demon that is white black demons we have in this country that is why when we talk of failures of government we attribute everything to the federal it is what the president does is what the governors do in their state so oborewori was sponsored by okowa Iboli sponsored david edivia is it for continuation of what Edevia stood for him on his behalf in the past? Most of them are now within the public domain. I don't know. And there is a union. You call UPU. Urobo Progress Union. Urobo Progress Union is a... What do you call? call uh, Social cultural. Social cultural organization. Umbrella. It's the second longest social cultural organization in the whole of Africa. Next to ANE. Next. It has celebrated 90 years very soon. And it survived the first coup of 1966 by intervention of uh, the late General David Ejo, who later became Chief of Staff for the Nigerian Army. Who intervened that because every other social cultural were, were placed under ban, were prescribed. The uh, if Omodua, no, Afeniferi was not in existence then. The one that Tawo brought in, even the Aosha own, Arewa, all of them. But the Videsha was able to argue and secure conviction of the Supreme Ministry Council then that this had nothing to do with politics, never involved itself in politics. Because when they measure this, it will tell them the political role they plead. So that is why UPU survived. So UPU in the whole of Africa today, the second, second longest serving sociocultural organization. And the leadership of UPU now 
You went to endorse someone. Ah, uh, well, even the chairman or the president, President General, call him President General, you you worldwide. Moses Tiger. Then went, called his UPU executive, and this is a very, very controversial executive because their matter is still pending in the court of law. The legitimacy. And most of the kings conspired and installed uh, Tiger. And when I saw this thing, what did I do? I want to redeem their this thing. So I wrote to UPU. I wrote. The guru wrote to UPU. Please, come and defend what you are doing now on air. Because you now endorsed one person. That is David Edewe. Or because of through the channel which he reached you. Yes. If he body made the Okowa, he did not make him alone. He make it with the government, Tumpolo. That is why they knock uh, uh, the Emmanuel Duaga out. Did somebody not make Ibori? So you shouldn't have been doing this. The public relations uh, man, so to say, uh, Honorable Abel Oshevire, I sent the letter to Abel Oshevire. I sent it to the president of... Uh, and I gave them time to come here and argue their matter. Because this is not normal. You are the father or mother of the whole of robo people. They suddenly, you are just one, David Adewe. And others are contesting against him, even in PDP. Then what happened to a person like uh, uh, Magigi, Honorable, the, the deputy senior president, who is coming under... APC. Many are coming on that different. Why don't you wait? If it is kangaroo, you may uh, panel you. But wait. Then you adjust this one. Uh, Moses Tiger now says that ah, uh, you should tell me not to play the matter up again. Let it just die like that. Ah, seen that? He don't go die you. He go hurt you. Today now, they, they fell apart until they got to Supreme Court. I don't know those who will go to court and come back and start friendship afresh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that. Today, the robo land is too much. But whatever happened, if PDP in data state could not be unified by the unifier, Atikwa Baka, uh, then Omar Gege will pick it in platter of gold. But whatever happened is also robo. So in the next few weeks, I will be discussing this matter at a higher altitude. So having said that, I close the chapter of those discussions. It is for this reason, ladies and gentlemen, that today there is no menu. So, I now go to where I'm supposed to be. And where is that place that I'm supposed to be? Uh, I don't know if I should refer to my guest today as comrade. Uh, but before you refer to your guest, maybe we should take a listen to... Oh, okay. Zealous. Uh, uh, we need... <laughs> to bring food to the table so that we can give our guests something <laughs> so that we can give our guests please let's have let's look to let's listen to the zealous and what they are going to tell us welcome back you are welcome back now we go straight to the issue at hand i have with me here Commander Olushegun Ogubemide. Is that the pronunciation? You are very right, sir. Am I? Olushegun Ogubemide. Yes. Uh, That's very, very deep, sir. <laughs> uh, 
Ogube me they sound deep into the heart of Yoruba land. Uh, Commander Olusegun Ogube me is from Owo. He did not travel from Owo. He's an Owo indigenous. So and then I know the befitting language for that community. <laughs> he is the Lagos Sector Commander of the Federal Road Safety Corps. Am I right? Yeah, Federal Road Safety Corps. Yes. And uh, from other schools, he picked his sociology BSc from University of Ibadan. Mm. But why did you pass? You, you were coming from uh, Owo. Why did you pass if to Ibadan for your university? You, because if it's nearer to Owo. I love Premier University. <laughs> oh, okay. The world premier. What about the world great? <laughs> you are the greatest. Great <laughs> You are the greatest. <laughs> okay. So, he's my guest this morning. You are welcome, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Can you say hello to the people? Good morning, Nigerians. Hope you are all doing fine. That's good. And let me tell you this. Beyond Nigeria, we have been listening to all over the world as we talk wow. about. Because we have followers, millions and millions all over the globe. So sometimes when our phone starts ringing, in, in spite of the differences of time, we receive calls from America, we receive from China, okay. and we receive from all over the world. So they are listening to you. Again, thank you for being here very, very promptly. Before I started, I said that the, my guest today arrived here three minutes to nine. When I first requested that, okay, ten minutes or five minutes before the time, nine thirty, you can come. So I want to give you credit for that. Thank you very much, sir. And you're looking supremely very sharp. Thank you. Mm. All right. We decided to organize this forum because of uh, maladies that are evolving road transportation management in Nigeria, but peculiarly Lagos. But from the one I had said it that of all the maladies, there is no one, there is no way one could compare the road, federal road circles to any other groups. And please, uh, let me just put it before you. Last man is in Lagos controlling Lagos roads. Last man, Lagos Street uh, Traffic Management Agency. Then there is, you have this VIO, which has taste creation, which is not the federal government property, uh, that are on roads. And in Lagos, mm -mm, it is hellish. The hell we talk about here is not necessarily only the creation of the motorists and every other person flying. When I say motorists, I'm not talking of the commercial vehicle alone because sometimes you see what some private car owners, people that are well dressed, people that speak Queen, Queen Sydney, you need to know the calamity they cause on the road. Sometimes some daffo driver will park and look at them and say, God, do thank God, do you not make my life like this. Then you have the Lagos Task Force. Which is a creation of the mini domicile, the Ministry of Environment and Water Resources, Lagos State, but oppressed directly under the governor, as able to the governor through the office of the deputy governor. I've spoken about the VIO, that is a vehicle inspection services, directorate of vehicle inspection services, Dr. Engineer Fashola is there, that reports to the ministry, Lagos State Ministry of Transport, how he is supposed to be. Then that's for your own of course then there is the 51 which i lamented you had to read it because their secretariat is not registered i call them agbiru because lagos rules management had now be ceded to agbiru so when i talked uh, somebody called it to, to advise me that why don't i 
uh, move my letter of invitation to the governor. The governor will know the office because it's like the governor ceded management of legal schools for them. But here you are, sir. You are welcome once again. Thank you very much, sir. Tell me something about your operations that others may not know. Yes, thank you very much. Federal Safety Call, like you are aware, is the creation of the Establishment Act 2007 of uh, the Federal that's the House of Assembly. And uh, it came to existence in the February 18, 1988. I was uh, during the regime of Jerry uh, Ibrahim Babangida mm. as an intervention to the rage of the moment then when we were having crises all over the places. Uh, Nigeria then was rated as number five country in the whole world with the highest rate of road traffic crashes. Mm. And there was need for immediate intervention. And that was what brought about the establishment of Federal Safety Corps. Okay. And uh, we were guided by a vision that is to create a safe motoring environment mm. to eradicate road traffic crashes mm. and create a safe motoring environment on Nigerian roads. Quite ambitious vision. And that's what we've been telling since 1988. Okay. We've actually progressed from traditional means of... No, we'll come to that. We'll okay. To that. okay. Thank you very much for introducing us to that. Now, is it possible you speak a little about the qualification needed before one can be recruited into the Federal Road Service course? Yes. Is it all commerce game? Um, There's no way it will have been all commerce game because... Uh, like uh, when we came to be under the flagship of uh, Professor Walisho Inkaden, who mm. happened to be the the chairman, the first chairman of Federal Safety Corps, mm. the first set of officers that were co-opted yes. into the runnings of the affairs then yes. were coppers that were still serving. Okay, that's uh, they were the the operational harm of the establishment then okay that's having brought about the managerial team mm. that uh, already graduates okay have uh, those are the people that really held the the anchor okay. of the various region okay. that were running the system then okay but you also agree with me that uh, we have the lower cadres too okay that were recruited as uh, drivers okay and uh, the juniors the junior staff okay the one we call marshals now okay those okay. ones are School sats, okay. NCEs, okay. and uh, the H the ONDs. Okay. While we have the HNDs and the uh, degree holders okay. being the officers cadres. Okay. Thank you very much. Now, is there any risk attached to your operations? Considering the fact that in a notorious country where either genuine or what is being attacked on daily basis, considering the fact again that you are not permitted to carry arms. Are you at risk in performances of your work sometimes? Uh, just like every other job, the, there's no job without its own hazard. Mm. And uh, we have our own share mm. of, uh, of uh, the various hazards that okay. is being perpetrated all over the places. Because okay. I could recall that the first casualty of uh, FRC was recorded in, um, I think that should be 1989 or 90, if I'm not mistaken, when one of our Officers okay. were gone down in the course of their operational activities in Ogun place? State. In Ogun State, then Ogun, I was yeah. in Ogun State. That was when we had the first casualty. Mm. They were on patrol, and I think there was a robbery operation that was going on. Okay. And uh, okay, they just yes, they, they felt victim of yes, maybe they just felt threatened, and they felt the first thing to do was to just 
demobilized the Federal Safety Corps team who happened to be within the vicinity. Mm. And outside that, even in the course of daily affairs on the roads, you see a series of threats from the road users who have threatened that they will run down our men and they will actually carry out the threats. Many have been killed and many maimed until yesterday. Mm. Okay, okay. Now, given the standard of the man who started it all, Professor Wolisho Inka, because I have it on historical history authority that as we are approaching Ife from Ibadan, you pass the visit to your left, there's that sharp corner that three, four accidents could be recorded a day. That, that started his mind, that, big, that concentrated his mind on this thing. Uh, the rudiment of originality or the rudiment of beginning can you say with all authorities that uh, it is strictly being adhered to or there are some delicate deviance away from those rudiments? Oh, well, the rudiments it was quite in line with the vision which mm. I said earlier mm. to eradicate road traffic crashes and create a safe motoring environment. Mm. And I was almost telling you the, the evolution that has taken place over the years mm. where we had a traditional approach. Our men were stationed on the roads, mm. running after vehicles that are create, committing one infraction or the other, mm. making sure there was a prompt rescue of accident. We were almost becoming uh, undertakers then mm. because uh, virtually on every part of Nigerian roads, you see all these crashes occurring. Mm. Uh, FRC operators were on standby. So one thing that we achieved at that moment was that we there were no disrespect to the to the dead, <laughs> because at the point of the crash you see somebody available to actually evacuate or mm. rescue mm. those that are still alive, mm. and that was how it all began. And because of the fear then that this FRC would not tolerate any infraction on our road, mm. so it sent some fear down our spines, and uh, uh, that was how we started. But along the line. So many things came to be. Okay. Technology came to be. Uh, improvement in capacity of our operatives came to be. Mm. And it has actually assisted mm. in enhancing the operational aspect of our job. Okay. The beauty of this uh, job or the beauty of your operations, I am not too sure as it were in the beginning still there. And I will give you only one example. In the early years, you will see the road safety officers on the road they have their equipment which looks like a camera to read the speed with which you are coming and to know everything around your movement, the speed of your movement uh, I remember the only one time that I was arrested, I was approaching uh, uh, in that day and I knew I was on speed, I think I was cruising at uh, either 180 or 200 kilometers per hour I knew I was on speed. And by the time I was stopped, I was thrown from the equipment, the speed with which I appeared before them. And of course, uh, I was supposed to be apprehended. Except that I reminded them that ah, we have more show <laughs> in this thing for it to come to view. <laughs> then I was released. 
Those equipments, do you still have them today? Yes, that's what we call the radar guns. Mm -hmm. They are still very much intact, but eh? uh, they are very much intact. No, sir, repeat that. I said they Look are, at the camera and repeat I that. I said they are very much intact. Intact. Yes, I'm saying it. I'm still operational on the I'm, highway. I'm saying it. You allow me to conclude. Okay, now. go on. I said they are very much intact. Yes. Uh, it's like asking if uh, vehicles are still plying the road, but they are applying the road. Yes. <laughs> so you allow me to laugh. When I okay. say they are very much intact, if you want to see the radar gun today, I will still show you the radar gun. Uh -huh. But the radar gun that you were expecting uh -huh. has gone beyond, our levels have gone beyond the radar gun of standing on the okay. highway and pointing the, the radar gun at you okay. to capture your. Speed. Your speed, okay, because there's a lot of transformation. Okay, you you know I mentioned traditional means of mm, operation mm, there, mm. which has actually changed over the years because of technology. You know, the time FRC came to be, we are under military regime. Mm. Anything that is done is with full authority. Yes, you hardly see any challenge. Yes, anybody coming to confront you on whatever you put up as a. a uh, as, an, as let me say a means of directive mm. but things over the years because of democracy a lot of things have happened mm. and we have had a lot of rearrangement of our system mm. because this time around you can't do anything without being challenged by virtue of litigation mm. or law or somebody coming to say no mm. that you are infringing on the human rights mm. of uh, the citizen mm. Because the radar gun you were mentioning, we discovered then that the technology then was not accurate. Okay. People along the line have challenged that radar gun. The usage of it. Yes, that it was not capturing the number of the vehicle. Okay. So when I point the radar gun at you, it captures speed. Okay. But it could have captured the, the yes, but it could have captured many other. Assuming you are more than three vehicles coming, mm. it becomes a contention. Now, which particular vehicle the this speed actually, actually picked? Pick. So when you now have when you are the mercy of the offender, it, it became faulty, mm. and if it's subject to litigation, you cannot defend it in the court of law. Okay. So you that that why not, they, they are now suspended. No, no, not suspended. I'm okay. just trying to tell you that there's now. An, an upgrade, version. an improvement mm. in what we now have as radar gun. Tell us we have as it is now. Yes, as it and is now. Either they were stored on the roads or you still hold them. Yes. Because Nigerians are driving on our roads on yes, daily basis. Yes. Tell us. Today we have on daily basis where we arrest people for speed violation. Mm. One, we have them installed in our vehicles now. The, those vehicles That's normally patrol vehicles. by the yes. roadside. By the roadside. Mm. So that when you move, the radar gun picks. That's the now. That's the the that's the uh, the speed regulator now. The speed mm. meter picks the speed of that vehicle. Okay. At the same time, we have this the number plate also captured. Okay. So okay. there's no room for contention on the issue because it's very accurate okay. and we also have along our major highways mm. the 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 speed uh the speed uh, uh speed 
capturing device okay. that are stationed along, not virtually all the highways. Okay, no, because I, I know few, there are few major highways, highways that when you passes, mm. when you pass through, when your vehicle passes, mm. the speed you will see the speed at which your vehicle is actually going. Okay. But the only thing, the only difference is that it has not really been synchronized okay. with our own water. Okay. But when we have our main station along that route, mm-hmm. when your vehicle passes that installation, it confirms the are speed at which you are electronically going. Operated? Yes. Okay. How do you operate them in a situation where sometimes Months, there's no electricity in Nigeria. When you say, when you say electronically uh, operated, mm. I don't know the, 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 the operational system. Okay. But one thing that is certain is that they are functioning 24 hours. Okay. Is, Wherever is it they a have creation it of the Federal Safety Course or a creation of another segment of government that put them there? Um, well, there's been a kind of synergy. FRC operates with so many consultants. Mm. Okay, and talking, I know... We are talking of the speed, uh, not go now, but let's say the speed uh, uh, capturing equipment that we are relying upon now. Is it a creation exclusively of FRC? There is a synergy between FRC and some other agencies. Okay. We, have, uh, we, we have collaboration. Mm. FRC is, uh, we, we collaborate with private agencies mm. in order because definitely there's no single agency that can have it alone. Oh. Mm, I know. So that's, that's the way we operate. Mm. So when we know you have the technology and it's introduced to the system, mm. they will try it, they'll put, place it under research. Mm. If okay, it's sir. tenable, it's, it's allowed to work. All right, sir. Still talking on this. How sure are you about the operational efficacy of this new one that has taken over speed gone on the road? Since it is a synergy and since the source of operation of this thing is most likely to attach to electricity, how sure therefore are you that they are functioning? I'm not saying the speed gone is mm. no more in use. Mm. I only say it's been upgraded. Okay. And I'm also telling you that in addition to that, mm. we have those that are stationed on the highway okay. in some major parts of Nigerian roads. Okay. The one that I know we are directly having authority over is, is the speed gun and the one that is installed okay. in the vehicle. Okay. That one at least the, the, is attached to the battery of the vehicle. Okay. And the one that is handy is also... Self battery power. Yes, mm-hmm. that those are the ones I can authoritatively tell you that. Oh, okay, these ones are Let me know. what Still we operate with. Speed, sir. The road safety started a speed limiter. Yes, um, drive to install. Um, true, of course, consultants install certain devices in the car that will not allow you to go beyond just, the speed. So rather than being on the catching side of the law, you decided to be on the preventive side of the law. How far would you say that has? Um, succeeded since it started in 2016. If there's any major achievement we have made in the recent time, I think that particular concept you mentioned have really assisted in reducing road traffic crashes. Uh, even if we do a full line, lineage, route lining, mm. you agree with me that all FRIC men cannot <laughs> occupy the road network no, no. that we have in Nigeria yeah, today. No. And that's why we actually came up with this. That's Rather than running after all these vehicles on the road, and we, we play the deceiving posture, thinking that when we station at a particular spot, 
the, the our presence will still lead the person to his destination. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. The moment they pass through your vehicle, mm-hmm. the next thing they go mm-hmm. ahead and pick up and they, they can that, go to the to whatever extent they, they want to go. So to know where the equipment that was what prompted the introduction of speed limit device. Okay. Now I have said this severally, mm-hmm. without with due respect to to the particular religion, mm-hmm. that speed limit device is like having the Holy Spirit yes. inside you. That, oh, if the Lord Jesus is not there, he said, well, hell, I'm gone. The speed limits, the, uh, the Holy Spirit will be with you. Yes. So it's like when the FRC operatives are not yeah. at the particular spots and you are leaving them at behind at yes. that spot, as you are leaving, they have their spirit still going with you. Yes, which is that because the, which is the, which the is device. The, device. The, the essence of the device is you have a particular speed you are expected to go. Mm. As a commercial driver, as a private driver, as a truck, as mm. a tanker, depending on the, the status of the road you're operating. Mm. On the express, you are not expected to go more than 100 kilometers per hour mm. as a private the saloon rider. Mm. So, uh, bef- Does the, that also apply to the commercial rider? No, no, no. Commercial is 90 on the express okay. oh, oh, oh. and there's 80 on the highway. The, okay. Yes, there's difference. Okay. For, for private, it's 100 on the express, mm. 90 for commercial. Okay. And the, the speed limit device is calibrated to that regulation. Okay. So that when you want to go beyond the 100 kilometers per hour for so private, it drops you back. So you can't go beyond it. We have the understanding that any crash that will call under 100 kilometers per hour on the highway, you can control even when it leads to a crash. Life will still be saved. And that was what brought about that regulations that we had. Then we have the reason why we decided to say, let us speak on commercial first. We, FRIC has come over the years to understand that when you want to implement your regulations, you need to be discriminatory for you to have a better grip. Mm. So if you throw it open and say, all vehicles, do we have the capacity no. to manage no, all? Obviously no. Do we have the resources for whatever the agencies to manage, when that's okay, let's prioritize this. With commercial. We pick with commercial. Why did we pick with commercial? The commuters are not related to the drivers. We hold them the responsibility to protect them. Mm. The private owner, if you are driving, one, you think about yourself. Mm. If you are alone. Of course. And secondly, if you have an occupant in your vehicle, the probability that the occupant is your wife, your children, or your relatives are there. So the face of your wife, the face of your children are the speed limit device. Mm. When you're going on 140 and you see your child in that vehicle, your wife, it sends a signal to you that you want to kill these people. But what is the motivation of the mm-hmm. driver that is driving the commuter? Let me rush down, discharge them and return. So is, that's what motivates him. And that's why we have to stand in the gap for them. And that's what prompted us to say, we are picking on commercial first. And it's been on for so many uh, years now. successful did it go? Uh, it well, Until yesterday, okay. it's, going, it's ongoing. Mm. The enforcement is still ongoing. Even till tomorrow, mm. we, have not re- we have not relaxed okay. on that. On that, I do thank you for that question. Let mm. me put a question before you. When Nigeria was safe, there was no problem. Mostly when Nigeria roads were good, I remember I would drive from here to Mandiguri, to Yula, 
<laughs> Sometimes I cross over. I spend after Portiscum. I spend the night in the Lakeside Hotel. Yeah. Then I enter. Uh, no problem. <laughs> uh, any hour of the day. Now, in the situation that terrorism and banditry are taking over Nigeria, uh, how safe therefore is that equipment? That sometimes a vehicle runs and sees that look at bandits or something, or he would need to increase his speed to bypass them. I, 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 I tell you a short story without mentioning the people. Just last week, a very highly placed Nigeria told me a story. He was going to Kenya. He decided to drive. And with his friend. And as they were approaching, they saw something that looked like a, vehicle, a police vehicle. Parked. Not properly parked, because for those who know police operation, there is a way police vehicle that are carrying out operation on the express road, there is a way they parked. So, it was the friend who told us, ah, look, oh, those are kidnappers, oh, those are bandits, oh, those are bandits, those are bandits. By the time my boy who looked forward saw, he knew, and he looked through his rear view mirror, then he saw the bandits, now from the bush enter the road with their AK-47. So to stop will be dangerous. To go back will be dangerous. So he decided. And there were two drums. And of course, he was driving one of these latest, very solid cars. He decided to increase, increase speed. And of course, brushed those two drums, boom, and jump over them and was a total speed. In fact, he moved to 220 kilometers per hour. Let us stop the story there. This yes. is exactly what happened just last week. Yes. My boy came to tell me this. In a situation of a vehicle fitted with this device, yes. even if you want to increase your speed now to escape from banditry, you will be able. Hmm. How, how, how good would it be as a device at that time? Is it not a game of chance? <laughs> Can you compare the speed of a bullet with whatever speed you intend to run? No. You've given me the scenario of the man that escaped. What of the scenario of the man that was not lucky? Mm. That while he was trying to increase speed the and bullet the bullet came and the head got shattered behind the steering? Hey. What of the man that was going on that 220 and he lost control? Mm. And, and the next thing, he still got killed because he crashed? Because the man that could not control his vehicle under 120, now going on 240. So it's a game of chance that could not, should not be celebrated. Okay. So I would rather say, when you at times you find yourself in a situation where you know it is only God that can take charge here, mm -hmm. not by virtue of the speed you are, you are you want to you want to get yourself engaged in, mm. because when I, because we have seen when you say you are going on 120 and a man targets your head, your speed will the speed of a bullet okay. is like Ole, the speed of light. Okay, Mister Ogbemide, one more question, then I will put my line so that people can talk with you. Please, you, you don't mind. Exactly. Right, with you. Uh, that question is uh, the road, Federal Road Safety Course had always been a decent. That is why, for those of us who knew the beginning, and for those of us through the instrumentality of journalism, helped Wally Suyika very, very well. Because I remember I devoted my time, it was the time of the uh, uh, what do you call it? The, the press. The, uh, the press, only the press, the print, the, the tabloid. Uh -huh. Where you pick uh, A from uh, something to please. The distance is made there. But I, I, if, you, if, you, if, if you want, I can show you two scenarios in Lagos here. 
where your men are standing by the road. And if you want again, once we come off here, I will tell you enter my car so that you can arrive their place incognito. They standing on the road, checking traffic. I mean, checking vehicles, doing everything, which is not bad. And the downfall driver and some miscreant will be driving against traffic and bypassing them on the same lane, and they are waving to each other. Have they become last man or some more people like that? Or are you going to tell me that scenario like that are not in existence in this Lagos? Thank you very much, sir. I, the FRSC yesterday, today, <laughs> and forever will continue to be an elite core. Yeah. But you agree with me that over the years, the number has grown. And uh, each and every one of us, we are just reflection of the society. Mm. And even when you talk of the past, it's not that we're not having the bad eggs. Mm. It could be that percentage-wise, mm. we, we have very few insignificant mm. that was not known to the members of the public. So I cannot come out here authoritatively and say, no, it's 100% perfect. Okay. I know among the disciples, there will always be a Judas. Well, a Judas there. And we have a system that also you know, monitors the affairs of our men in the field. Mm. And we leverage on feedback. What you are just giving me now is feedback, mm. which I know I've worked on severally. Okay. I, even while I'm on motion, Okay. Even coming here, okay. I do come across vehicle going against traffic, okay. even with my flag and everything. Yes. And what we operate these days is what we call intelligence patrol, intelligence operation. You wait. Mm. I was discussing with uh, the, one of the officers of Ministry of Works this morning, mm. complaining about the upsurge in the rate at which Okadas are passing the express. Mm coming from away towards Lagos, mm. going against traffic. You, the natural thing would be, is it impossible for FRC to arrest these people? But when you look at the implication of such arrests, when you want to do an, a forceful arrest, you see a lot of crashes happening mm. and you see a lot of attacks. You say, ah, you pushed him into another vehicle and they got killed. Nobody would know the cause. The same thing happened. It is an offense for you to see an offense being committed and you look the other way. Mm -hmm. But it's also reasonable for you to ask yourself at that moment, an enforcement at that moment, will it, is it safer? Okay. Is, it, is it procedural? Okay. Are you at risk? Okay, therefore, no, 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 no. Let me learn. No, or you are putting... Wait, or you are putting the other road users at risk. Mm -hmm. It depends on the position. Because I know on daily basis I have records of arrests that are being made for vehicles that are going against traffic. Okay. Thank you. Hold it there. In these particular areas that have become so notorious on daily basis, your boys or your officers, let me not use the word boys, your officers will be on this part, on these particular roads. As we are talking here now, I can assure you that they are already there operating. At least I can give you four roads on daily basis. Should we close our eyes to such thing all because of the the likely outcome of such arrest? On a daily basis, they are there. And these people are passing. They wave them, they smile, and yet they are shaking traffic. 
I'm I not saying I mean, I, it, it depends on what the area because you are mixing up so many things now. Mm, if not. it's about going against the traffic, mm. I just mention it to you now. Mm. Arrests are being made. Mm. If you are mentioning a particular location now that you feel it has become a mess mm. and I'm being informed, it's my responsibility to intervene, okay, well, which well, I'm going well, to do. Well, we come off here, I will, I will which I'm just give me the details of all the places. One, one is an offense for you to be stationary. Mm. We encourage motorized patrol. Yes. Not that you go and station somewhere and you're arresting, mm. even to the point that you become so irresponsible that people are even committing infraction in your front yes it is not acceptable yes, so i know go i will not i will not deny i will not deny the fact that there could be such at uh, is it a Woroshoki? i will show you another road and when the, it comes to are there as we are talking here now when it and comes when it comes to the issue of compromise mm. we have zero tolerance for it okay and when they are caught they know the implication okay but when i don't have feedback mm. You are just giving me feedback now. Okay. That's what I'm going to operate okay. with. Oh, okay. You understand? I'm ah, okay. taking Maybe this one you as a feedback. Yes. I'm already clapping for you. <laughs> because if you had not mentioned it, I wouldn't have known. Okay. If people don't give us feedback about the atrocities being committed in the in, in the community, we'll not be okay, able to Commander, intervene. Uh, we have I have a lot of questions to ask, but let me limit here because the only enemy we have in this program is time. By 11, 3 minutes to 11 o'clock, we must log off to give others time to come in. Therefore, let me open the lines. And please, if you, ha you have your Bible there. Please. Yes, very okay. much. All right, please, Adu, open the line. Let's start from the line. All right. Um, thank you very much, sir. Uh, WhatsApp is 0809-234-5913. That's the WhatsApp number for the station. Use that to get to us. In the meantime, call us on the number 0151509139. 015151913 uh, and also 0809 yes 2345913 as well as the female number that uh, guru mentioned for female callers uh, 0809191913 please in, it's imperative you turn off your radio when you call us so that we can hear what you're saying and we can uh, take your calls appropriately mm. hello hello Good morning to you. Good morning, the guru. I salute you. I'm going to bridge with heavy traffic. Okay, go ahead. Be fast. Um, um, Adu, yes, yes, the, the... we lost that. The line is breaking. He said, Seller Road, mile two. What happened, Seller Road? Akwan, you may have to come back. Hello. Hello, good, uh, good morning. Good morning. Please, your sir. name and where you're calling from. Guru, good morning. Uh, officer in the studio, good morning. Thank you very much. Good morning. My name is Comrade Suki. I'm calling from Lekki here. Okay. Uh, I want to ask, why is road safety officers, they don't arrest commercial vehicles, they don't ask them for uh, driving license and what have you? So I'm an Uber driver. I've noticed that thing is very common around. In fact, when I come down from my vehicle to go and challenge it, they arrest a lot of private vehicles, a lot. Why? I have come you are in Lake here, Rosalty, they know me. In Koi, they know me. Along as that they know me. Along first that I will come down. When I see call a private vehicle I park in front of the arrested okay, officer. Okay, your question has been noted. The officer is complete. Thank you. Why are you not arresting commercial vehicles? Okay, why thank you. you? Thank you. The officer had noted it that he will answer at the due time. Another caller, please. Hello. Good morning. 
Hello, good morning. This is Mr. Patrick calling from Boost. Okay, right. Patrick, go ahead. Yes, uh, Oga, Oga, well we thank you. Thank you very much. Good morning. Uh, what we are, what we are complaining is that some at night like this, you will see some of the motors moving with one light. You think it that is Okada. So what are you talking about those? Because those who are coming a heavy accident. When you thought that it's a Okada coming, you don't know that it's a very, very big motor without light. Only one light, like Okada. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Turn off your radio, please. Please turn off your radio. We cannot accommodate you if you don't turn off your radio, please. Good morning, good morning. Guru, the Guru, good morning. Morning, yes. good morning. Uh, okay, yeah, for me, my name is Endurance. I'm coming from Surrey. Okay, all right. Endurance, go ahead. I, I want to know what the function or close the in checking a vehicle document because most times I come across them in Iguayon or Zumba Junction they by lost to they store vehicles to take that document and in the process causing traffic and also checking vehicles I get no first time of friends especially when I have to do maybe with brake lights and what have you because what they are always invested in is that they want to make money for the for the agency. So let's the officer yes please respond to this uh, okay thank you question. thank he you very come, much he will come to that Hello. Hello, Mr. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, well done for your job. Uh, please, um, I have a complaint. Um, Be very, very at, fast uh, and brief on it, please. safety station at Shungotelo. Uh, so, uh, what they normally do is that they stand on the road, actually, but there is serious traffic at uh, Majek. Majek and uh, Aoyaya, where the road construction is going on. So, what I want the other to tell us what they are men supposed to be doing there because there's a serious traffic there and you see people passing one way. Is the serious traffic as a result of construction? Road where they have come in and they be going one way on that money. Where other people that are good citizens of Nigeria they will maintain. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, hello. Please, when you call, maintain that one minute, please, and go straight away to the point because we don't have time. Please, for your own interest, for my interest, and for other callers that are waiting. Go ahead, Adu. Or we go to messages. Yes, please. I'll go to our friends with the pen. This person says, "Good morning, Adu. I have a Class D driver's license, and I drive a private-plated power bike. That's a motorcycle. Mm. Only for an FRC agent to tell me to go get a Class A." Uh, driver's license even when it is clearly printed on the back that the license d the class d covers motorcycle and private clearly written on the front of the license mm. um, please take that down sir yes tony says uh, the current flood situation are due in the, in the country's disaster and nima should be treated as um, okay and should be treated as such um, we understand the reason for the Ostrogen played. They know that if they bring it in the front burner, the people will be keen on knowing the cause. We don't want to come back to this after now. So government should be proactive and Okay, it's talking about the early, the early early discussion. Yes. Not all this. Go on. Um This is uh saying Andrew from Olodia Papa says Okay. This is also about the earlier destruction mm -hmm. discussions. Let me just move on to the ones for the questions that are coming through. This person says, um, I'd like to ask your guest if he thinks physically manning the highways 
and enforcing regulations by FRSC is in conformance with international best practices, especially when the documents are complete and assigned by the same agency. Sometimes his men cause traffic, especially on route mainland from the island. That's just before the 7-up U-turn, he says. They are always stationed there. The cause accidents sometimes because cars coming with top speeds have to apply brakes. If I, I think if they must stay on the road, they should stay on clear paths, not sharp bends and highways. Mm. Um, Adibuiga says multiple agencies on our roads similarly doing the same thing on our different platforms are the ones actually causing the confusion. Mm. Guru have been able to mention five or more different um, agencies in uniforms mandling the road. Mm. Is this not intimidating? Is this how it's done in other countries where road users every day encounter different uniformed men virtually similarly doing the same thing? I think this is shocking road users. That is why we have traffic on our roads. One or two agencies are enough to handle the road. Okay. Can we hold it, sir? You have less than two minutes to answer all this question combined together. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you very much, sir. Um, let me start with the man that talked about the the Uber man that said um, Federal Safety Corps arrests only private. But unfortunately, as Uber driver is not a private driver, he's a commercial driver. Okay. And secondly, his um, submission is not outrightly true. Okay. I arrested 59,400 offenders last year, okay. 2020. 2021 yes. and about 47% of them were commercial drivers. Okay. And if you come to my premises now, you see yellow buses, you see all sorts of vehicles. Mm. So, but when you're affected, mm. you point fingers at the other person. Yes. Even while we're on the road and we start to arrest someone, you say, what of the other man going? Mm. And enforcement is never done like that. You can't capture Mm-mm. everybody Mm-mm. at the same time. So that's how to, to attend to that. And uh, why we uh, you say over one headlamp at night is uh, is an information that we work on regular basis. Like I say, is is uh, intelligence uh, patrol when we receive information about a particular line of offence or infraction, mm-hmm. we try to intervene accordingly. Okay. Because you agree with me that FRSC because of security. We limit our operations until late at night. So what we do mostly, what we do mostly is to do rescue at night when we know there's a crash and we need how to. And most time we also go with security agencies to protect our men, just to secure lives. And for searching of vehicle papers, FRSC will not outrightly go out to start requesting for papers. Mm. We don't request for vehicle papers. Vehicle paper is as a result of an infraction that has been committed. Okay, sorry. Put this again. Put yes. It, it FRSC will not go out solely to request for your vehicle documents. Okay, let's, let me ask you this. Will, uh, is, it, is, is, it, is therefore not a common practice that FRSC will bring their vehicle here, pack here, every vehicle coming, which they stop, the first thing they do is, let's see your papers. Do you know why? If you have committed an infraction mm. and it's confirmed, we know. I just mentioned that we spent about thirty-four years mm. on this job, mm. and we've understood mm. the psyche mm. of an average road user. Mm. You can spend five hours on the road asking for somebody's driver's license. One person, 
and the person will resist because he feels he had already an offense has been established. So day in day out, people try to you know moderate and bring about new strategy of operation. I just told I I spoke at length about intelligence approach to everything. Mm. When you see an offender that failed to use his belt, he's sighted. And from afar, sighting you, he quickly engaged the seatbelt. But he's already sighted that yes. he only did that because he, infraction has been established. Yeah. When he's parked, the first question you yeah, ask, are you a driver at all, sir? This, the smart one will resist. Say, yes, I'm a driver. And the one that are not too sensitive will say, yes, I'm a driver. Yeah, he will just place his driver's license and hand over to you and say, sir, I just confirmed that you are driving without a seatbelt. They got engaged and is given a ticket. In addition to that, you are expected to submit your vehicle papers. If it's still valid, if it's not valid, or if it's expired, it's rejected. And where you don't have these two, you are in, your vehicle is impounded until your fines is paid. Okay, tell us quickly, which, which particulars about the vehicle is... And uh, an FRS officer supposed to ask in any actual. Ours is very simple. Yes. Your driver's license, okay. your vehicle paper, and insurance. Okay. That's insurance and roadworthiness. Okay. The driver's license, roadworthiness, insurance, and vehicle license. Yes. They are taken Four. in lieu of your vehicle. Yes. So Four. that yes, your driver's license, listeners, are you insurance, roadworthiness, and vehicle papers. Okay. Thank you. Now. Oh, my God. Time is not really there. We have something on Twitter, don't we? Yes, we do. Uh, but wait a moment. Sir, I want to be educated for my own comfort. Yes. The FROSE issues driver's lances. Because if you want your driver's lances, you are directed to the offices, either your head office at Togudu or whichever place that your officers are. But I have come to observe that the driving license itself is signed by VIO. Yes. What's... what's FRSC operates in a tripartite yeah. when it comes to issuance of driver's license. Okay. The tripartite is that we have FRSC, mm -hmm. we have VIS, we have the Motor Vehicle Administration. Motor Vehicle Administration? Yes, VIS the state. And... The two of them are under the state. Yes. So FRSC, the state is a client to FRC when it comes to production of driver's license. Hmm. We don't even have any business with members of the public. So the press, the tripartite is when you want to secure driver's license, if it's fresh, you go through driving school. Okay. Having gone through driving school, you present yourself to motor vehicle, that's a VIS for proficiency test. Oh, I now know how to drive. Please test me. If it's confirmed as truly you you, are, you learn how to drive and you are now established. Then they will direct to, you to motor vehicle administration for your payments. Mm. The role of FRC is at the last bus stop where you are captured and all your biometric biodata and biometrics are taken for record. Okay. And after the capturing, you are issued a temporary driver's license. Mm. And in a few weeks' time, or this, your original license comes. Okay, thank and you. we don't issue the license to you because you are not our customer. Our customer is the states. That's why the driver's license gets it's back to up. the states. Okay. Thank you very much for that. I've benefited from this question. Adu, can you bring Twitch?
What do I have? Okay, so uh, the number of them still talking about um, the conduct of some of the men. Uh, Comfort says... Uh, and that will be on, on ending. <laughs> I saw an unprofessional scene by some officers along Okoto, Okota, Okota, Okota Ago, I'm sorry, mm. where your officer, according to him, smashed and broke the side mirror of a pickup truck in the process of trying to stop it. Uh, <laughs> Is that part of your training? Okay. Obvious, obviously not. Go to hand down. <laughs> um, well, Michael Lushegun says, some operational vehicles of the Road Safety Corps park on the roads and cause traffic mm. in the process of trying to carry out their activities. Commander, please take note of this. Okay. Um, and lastly, still talking about some of your men, sir. Uh, Oluwemimon says, please, why is it that your men along Aton, Ogun State, Aton, 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 okay, give commuter drivers booking number at the rate of 200 Naira? Commuter drivers booking number. At the rate of 200 Naira. 200 okay. Naira? Please, we don't me. we don't have any offense that is uh, two two hundred naira. I except except is except is a payment of custody if your vehicle is kept uh, maybe overnight. That's within twenty four hours. You are expected to move your vehicle after payment, so you pay custody. And how much would that be? Is uh, two hundred naira. It depends on the. I think saloons are two hundred naira and the articulated vehicles are five hundred naira, okay. and you pay to the government. All these questions that have. I think that I've received, I've not, I've not had anyone indict members of the public for assault and aggression. No, you, you expect to come here to see us indicting ourselves? No, you, you, you when you say <laughs> aggression, it broke. Most of these people have, they have blood and water running in their veins yes, too, yes. and they are being attacked. One happened yesterday when I was called. The boy in the course of being stopped. For making car wide driving almost run down the entire team. Emotion will always come. We always train our boys that under any provocation, they should calm themselves. They are human beings, of but you know, naturally, at times when you want to kill me, will I allow you to kill me so that <laughs> I want to live and still do the work to the, <laughs> another day? But you, but nobody will talk about the level of aggression. Nobody will talk about the level of assault. Mm. We have three major functions we perform. We do rescue. We remove obstruction. We also do enforcement. When I'm doing rescue, when I'm controlling traffic, when I'm re removing obstructions for you to pass, you celebrate me. But when I turn around to arrest you for an infraction, you forget all the good ones I've done. <laughs> And you start looking for all the faults all over the world to oh, say this is what you oh, have been okay. done. So <laughs> we moderate activities of our men. We control them. We give them capacity building for them to be to do what is right. Yeah. When we talk of professionalism, professionalism, we were we are well trained. Okay, Mr. Gubemide, for today that's the best we can take. Thank you very Again, much. Again, I return back to the genesis of the matter, leaving the escorts where we are leaving it now. And I must appreciate you. I must thank you for the response. Positive response you've given to my invitation to be here. And of course, my names are Godwin Itakibu. My name is my name is Godwin Itakibu, known as the Guru on Air. You've never heard me saying my name is Oliver Twist. <laughs> but should I come back to inviting you again, please be prepared to respond because it becomes the only opportunity that the public and you come to the same market 
to exchange ideas. Most of them are speaking from the depth of their heart. Yes. What is not even right because of the situation where they encountered it will make them, but now you are explaining is better. Please, before you go, a phone number, not your number, please. A phone number through which you can be reached in case some people want to reach you because, like as we agree, there are b- bad people in both sides of this organization. Your, your well, well, if it has to do with the entire nation, you can call free to toll free one two two. That one will hit our cyber at uh, Abuja, okay. and they will reach out to any no, member. And for this. Lagos, <laughs> call zero eight zero. And please let me put it there. Seven seven six nine zero. 201. Are you not too fast? You are talking to 080. Who, who are motor driver? <laughs> 080 770 690 You got it? Yes, 776-90201. That's good. So, uh, I must appreciate my guest and you have opportunity, but let me put it on record again as I would always do. Please. If you have your problem with FROS, don't call on me. That the guru come, don't call on me because I'm not under the employment. Nadiogaf sit in my front here, so he knows that he has not given me uniform, nor do I have any number. So don't call on me. It is for that reason that we put this number. So please call. But make things easier for yourself because if you obey the law, infraction will not be found against you. And if you are, infraction is found against you, Go and answer to, to it. If you do that, don't think that it is always that you can offer a bribe and it take you... Go Especially away. for this season. So, if there's a crash, please call that number. So, but if there's an infraction, don't call the number. Now, that is for that. Adu. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you very much for, 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 for taking me on a very safety flight. Uh, because like you handle the equipment very very well, so I know we are landing in a few minutes time. I'm very, yes, very successful. Yes, thank you for your camera, which I appreciate. My daughter, thank you very very much. God bless you. Grow and once again, Mr. Olushegun Ogbemide, we are really very very grateful. And I secure your promise that in case if we, if the people, not me, if the people need you again, you will come. I'll always be there, sir. Oh, thank you. God bless thank you. Thank you, sir. On that note, let me leave this information with you. You can follow me on Twitter at Godwin underscore Buebu at Godwin underscore Buebu. Buebu is spelled as B-U-E-B-U. Then Facebook is Godwin Itaki Buebu. Then there is a page I created on Facebook for discussions like this, which is called Vetra Column. The V of the Vetra is capital letter. The C of the column is capital letter. There you can follow me on my website, which is www.godwindiguru.com. www.godwindiguru.com. There you can go to my YouTube channel, Godwin the Guru. And every other discussion, like part of what we just mentioned earlier on before we came into the proper show, they are all there uh, in, the YouTube, in the channel. They are there. So go there and download and uh, know what is happening to, to you in Nigeria and many other things. Until Monday again, where we shall meet on topical issues like that, please keep yourself out of trouble. Bye-bye.